Hello and welcome to this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. I'm Jolie, Grazia's Beauty and Health Director, and this is the podcast where we get tips, advice, and stories from women who really know their beauty. Today, I'm chatting with a professional makeup artist who started her career in-store on makeup counters and has since soared to social media stardom with an Instagram community of over 2.7 million. Hi, I'm Jamie Genevieve. I am a makeup artist, a content creator, and I am also the founder of my new brand, Vive. Jamie started at Estee Lauder, then went across the department store to Illamasqua. She soon amassed regular clients who would return again and again, asking to emulate her look. A signature smoky eye, bronze skin, and a perfectly applied lip. She says she misses those good old days. It was talking. I don't think I've ever done someone's makeup without having a right good chat at the same time. And that social aspect to it, more than ever now, I miss it so much. Good makeup, she tells us, starts with good skin. And she's made looking after her skin a ritual, taking time to do it properly twice a day. My skincare routine is something that I just take so much joy doing. You know, we're all such busy people, but I think it's so important to take that time for yourself. For the last few years, Jamie's been busy working behind the scenes on Vive meaning she can also add a brand founder to her very impressive resume. If you haven't heard about Vive yet, watch this space. It's a range of beautifully luxe makeup formulas that give amazing results. I, for one, am particularly obsessed with the eyeshadow palette. I always imagined that we would have like pop-ups and I would be able to do people's makeup the same way that they would come into a makeup counter, but it would be my product. That was always my dream. Aside from her incredible makeup artistry, followers and brands go back to Jamie time and time again because she's also just a joy to watch, listen, to work with and spend time with. So I am very, very excited to have her on today's Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. Hi, Jamie. Oh, it's so good to have you. Nice to see your face. It's been a while. I know, it's been ages. It feels like time's going by so quick and so slow at the same time. Definitely. I mean, how have, yeah, how is 2021 so far for you? Do you know what? It's um, it's looking promising. I've got high hopes for us all this year. I think there's going to be a lot, it's going to be a lot better for everyone, I'm hoping. <laughs> oh, I like that positivity. <laughs> Definitely. I hope it's 2021. Oh, well, yeah, let's jump straight in. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, Grazia Beauty Life Lessons podcast. What I want to know is your amazing advice, obviously, as a makeup artist, as a content creator, and now as a brand founder as well. Um, a lot of um, yeah experience under your belt. So maybe let's jump off and start with makeup then. So I, I think that the most important thing with makeup is the fact it washes off. Have fun with it. Uh, I think it's it's really easy to get comfortable in your routine and, you know, having a go-to face is perfect, but have fun with it. That's one of my favorite ways to unwind is to sit at my makeup desk and like watch like a TV show or my favorite film or listen to music and really play with the, the way that I'm using my makeup. And I suppose if you look at if you look at me and my journey through the years of makeup, you'll notice that it's super different. Like the way that I did my makeup four years ago compared to the way I do it now is completely different. But I do love every moment in my timeline when it comes to my makeup style. And also, um, you might just like make friends. What if someone else loves the way that you do makeup? Or, or what if you teach someone something new? And I think the fact, um, like I said, it washes off at the end of the day. So if it's a huge fail, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't matter. Just have fun with it. I think that's really interesting as well because, you know, we might 
approach our makeup and think, yeah, it needs to be perfect. And if it's not, or if it's not what we see on YouTube and we can't do that on ourselves, that we're not going to play around as much. So I think that's a brilliant bit of advice. And you also mentioned your makeup style evolving. How would you compare your makeup style from when you started in makeup artistry to now? So I, I started off um, working on a makeup counter for Estee Lauder. So super classic brand. We had almost like a, a kind of brand guideline face. It was just like an everyday face of makeup, but I still would play around. Um, I would play around with my lip color the most, I think. And back then I was still learning. So I wasn't amazing, but I did so enjoy playing around with my makeup. And then when I moved from Estee Lauder across the beauty hall to Illamasqua, I had the most fun. Uh, I learned a lot. I remember going down to London for training and and just being so like wowed by the talent they had. They had the most amazing key artists when I when I worked there back. Oh my god, it must be like seven years ago, no eight years ago. Um, and I really started playing around with the the techniques and the styles. And I would say that. Um, it was almost it was kind of leaning towards the more gothic side of makeup so I was I was quite pale um and I would do super heavy eyes and a really really nude lip and I was very um just contour and highlight there was no color in my complexion which is actually weirdly something that it's, it's something that's so important to me now is, is really bringing life into my complexion and it is with with bronzers and blushers and enhancing the natural tones in my skin rather than cancelling them out with a with a full coverage foundation and not really adding them back in if that makes sense yeah definitely and just talking about blusher it's actually something that I found I've rediscovered in lockdown a little bit more have you got any top tips for blusher because I think some people and like even I sometimes struggle with application on which position like whether to go straight on the apples of the cheeks whether to take it up um, what's your favourite way, way to wear it? Do you know what? I am such a sucker for an 80s blush. And I remember when I was a freelancer, I had this palette that I created with with like blusher singles and I made it up this palette and I had all the colours that I would need. And I would always use it on my clients. I would always put blush on because I saw how it completed a look, but I never did it on myself. I never used blusher on myself. And I think it's because I have slight bit of redness through my skin. I've got really bright coloured natural lips my lips are really pink so I always kind of withdrew from that and went more towards the nudes but it was actually a subscriber to to my channel on YouTube that said to me you should really like really please just try blusher for your wedding day and it, it's so funny because I'm actually saying that back it's almost like I was getting to- told what to do by a subscriber and I'm meant to be a makeup artist but it was it was so great and honestly without that person waving that flag like try blush I wouldn't have done it I also think that's really interesting and also how you came to create your makeup brand was listening to what your subscribers or followers wanted and you have that you know how did that relationship with your subscribers and followers lead you into where you are now which is launching Vive your amazing makeup brand it's at a really good place now because everyone knows about it but for the last um two or three years I was having my usual conversations with my with my audience and peers and we would just talk about beauty because it's what we're all obsessed with it's what we've we've all got this thing in common and, it, and it's beauty um and I suppose I was kind of sneaky taking notes on what everyone was saying and what I found was was the majority of people they, they want a, a brand that they can properly believe in and they know that they know what where the brand's heart is and it's a conversation as well it's such a conversational thing and I think that everyone goes to beauty for different reasons and it's not as as vapid as people might think it's not just a vanity thing it is 
such a special time to give for yourself in the morning like there's I love the time that I spend in the morning doing my makeup and I love the way it makes me feel before and after and the conversations of having with my subscribers and and just beauty enthusiasts really did lead me to creating the essential collection and then on to uh, sunset blush which is our next launch which I have been sneaky using for how exciting Oh my god, I'm so excited! And you know, it's funny. I think um, I've never really thought about it because you know, I'm just I'm kind of I'm so in it that I'm I'm not really thinking about how strange it is to launch blush, but it's so important to me. And I think as well, people are kind of scared of blush. So I think um, because of the way it makes me feel and the way that I can see it transforms my makeup, I wanted to launch a, a blush that's easy to use, but also. Um, start the conversation and, and like why are you scared to use blush what what is it that make, makes you feel like that and just um encourage people to try it out just to see if if they have the same response to it as I did I guess oh my gosh I can't wait to try that can't wait to try and also Jamie you just mentioned about just the kind of empowering side of makeup you've spoken to me about it before about working in Glasgow on counter and women or men or anyone would sit in your chair and you know look to you for advice and what you know when they left the chair had their mood completely changed and that was because of the makeup you'd done like that transformative power of of makeup absolutely absolutely and I do think um it's such a personal thing and like a lot of people would come in to me to get uh, uh their makeup done and maybe they wouldn't leave their house without makeup but they did to come to see me because I was going to do their makeup obviously um but I do think it was like a complete combination between getting their getting their makeup done, learning these tips, using products that are that are so right for them. But it was talking. I would never, I don't think I've ever done someone's makeup without having a right good chat at the same time. And that social aspect to it, all more than ever now, I miss it so much because obviously we're we're not getting that social interaction that we're used to. But I remember people coming in and it was such an exciting thing to be a part of what they were going to go and do next after getting their makeup done. Like I've done makeup for people for their birthdays, for their weddings, obviously a huge day in someone's life, but also like people that were about to get engaged and they had no idea, but I knew because their, their partner had got in touch with me to book them in. And it's just, Oh, I love that. It was the most, honestly, it was the most fun thing. And I, I say this. Also a very thoughtful partner. Oh, the best. <laughs> James would have done that. I had no makeup <laughs> No, there are there are there are really good people out there, but I think um, like uh, when I was doing makeup, I was so happy. I was happy doing that. Like the way that everything's happened uh, with with my online career and and now launching Vive, it's it's such a dream come true. But to say that I was completely happy when I was you know working in a salon doing people's makeup, it's just it's really fulfilling. And I suppose just being part of that person's day and and making it. Um, the best experience possible for them because it is it's such a personal thing you're right in someone's space yeah but I just so loved it and I'm so yeah. excited for the day that I can do that for Vive. I always mm-hmm. imagined that we would have like pop-ups and I would be able to do people's makeup the same way that they would come into a makeup counter but it would be my product that was always my dream and a product that makes people feel good that's what I love about beauty is that it's all there to empower us and just to make us feel good and as you said in your first piece of advice it's there to be play around with is makeup. It should be a tool that empowers and is fun. Okay, so maybe we go on to skincare now because obviously that ties in with makeup so much. Um, and, you know, your base is so much to do with your skincare. What is your best 
piece of skincare advice exactly what you just said good makeup starts with good skin it definitely does and and ha- being able to enhance your natural skin with makeup's the best i think um something that i never used to do is i completely take that time for myself in the morning and at night to do a full routine and I've, I've made it a bit of a ritual I, I really enjoy it I love that time to myself I, again I'm usually like listening to music or something and the fact that I know that it's doing my skin good and it's looking after myself I think it's such a form of self-care my skin's never been better since I stopped giving it a two-minute wipe down after a full day of wearing makeup and now you know I do the whole double cleansing thing my skincare routine is something that I just take so much joy doing you know we're all such busy people but I think it's so important to take that time for yourself and have you found like since you know lockdown last year a lot of people I've spoken to have spent even more time on their skincare or you know research more into ingredients that might be for their specific skincare type is that have you been doing that yeah, totally. Do you know something that I've started doing, and I think it's from I think it's from, uh, from missing it so much because you can't get facials, um, and also just seeing um, honestly TikTok. You can see everyone doing this on TikTok, but um, I give myself a, a facial massage with my oil, mm-hmm. um, and I bring that oil right down my neck, and I give my shoulders a little rub after sitting on Zoom all day. I've got a sore neck, and um, I've noticed a huge difference. I've noticed that my skin's my face is kind of more lifted. And just, yeah, talking about face and as you, you've talked about oils. Is oil something that you switch up into your routine in winter? Are you an oil fan all year round? I used to use oil every day and then I fell away from it for no reason. And then I, obviously when you're massaging your face, you need to use an oil. But ever since I started doing that, and my skin is so much happier. I think that maybe my skin was dehydrated with all the, like we've got our heating on full blast up in Scotland. We've had, we've had a chilly winter. And do you have a, a favourite facial oil? What are you using at the minute? The, the, honestly, the Face Gym one is amazing. They've got, um, I think it's the Detox Signature Facial Oil and it is really lightweight. So it's, I'm sure, like I'm not a skincare expert, but I think it's non-comedogenic, so it's not going to block your pores. And I've been using it day and night for over a month and my skin is just loving it. I feel like my skin really tells me, oh, it's the best. It's so, And it, sm- it smells like a spa as well. So it just adds that, what do you call it, when something that's, like a smell brings you back. It's quite nostalgic. But scent is, well, we're going to talk about scent a little later, but scent is so nostalgic and can do that. Okay, and what about hair? What is the best hair advice you've ever been given? Oh, so I think um, something that I noticed personally, I'm trying to think my hairdresser is amazing. Yeah, Jack, Jack Baxter, he's done my hair for the last six years and my hair before going to see him and now is crazy different. But he um, he always kind of taught me that to invest in your hair. Um, so I have kind of, I think I've tried out a lot of stuff and there's a lot of products that are really good, but I've, I've kind of set on the, the way shampoo and conditioner. Oh my God, it's so good. And also I, I love a hair mask. Sometimes I'll put it in and like go and walk the dogs with my hair mask in. So it's in, so I, I like a multitasking. Oh, oh, I know exactly what tip I want to share. Uh, heat protection. It actually works. I don't think I used to think it worked. It does. And often I miss it. And I, you, you know, I shouldn't be. It's such an easy step that you can just spritz all over and then you're done. Do you know what? I saw I saw this amazing video and um, it was bits of bread and someone sprayed a bit of bread with heat protection, put two bits in the toaster. And it, when it came out, the one with heat protection hadn't cooked at all, but the other side was burnt. What? Okay, I need to find this and share it on Grazia. 
And how have you been like caring for your hair in lockdown? Have you been heat styling it less? Uh, do you think lockdown's been good for your hair? I, I used to have extensions, right? And I loved my extensions, but I got them out just before lockdown, which I'm very happy about because I cannot imagine having to deal with that myself when, when the time was over, if you know what I mean, when the time was up. Um, I, again, I've just been doing loads of hair masks. I, I actually have been styling my hair quite a lot just because I'm trying to keep up, you know, doing different looks to try and inspire other people to still play with their makeup during lockdown, which uh, I've actually noticed loads of people are still doing. Loads of people want to sit down on an Instagram live or they or they want to follow a tutorial because it's such a great pick-me-up. So I do style my hair for when I'm taking any photos or, or if I'm sharing like a hair tutorial or something. But I think um, I definitely, I've been washing my hair less <laughs> for sure. Uh, I do that classic, you know, a few days of it down and then I start putting it up and then I start doing the slick bun and then we repeat. So it's almost that you have that stage of hair, like to get the most out of your hair by day three, you've got the style. And you also just mentioned about, you know, creating looks for Instagram. And even maybe just during this time, have you ever felt that was hard to do because, you you know, your mood might have been low, your energy might have been low, but you had to do it because, you know, you were, you were due to record for your followers and subscribers yeah I think that everyone's gone through it this year no matter honestly no matter who you are or where you're at in life it's just been tough all round and I think that I do I did feel a bit of a duty that I had to be there for people to to try and honestly give a little bit of escapism um to cheer people up I I think it's really important as well to share how you're feeling I think that there's nothing more um, dangerous than kidding on you're fine when other people are struggling. I think that there's something to be said for being really candid with your emotions and explaining that it's okay to not be okay right now and, you know, do what you can when you can and see the days that you're really struggling, give yourself, if you can, give yourself that day and don't feel bad about it. But on the days that you wake up and you feel super motivated to get stuff done, lean into it and just, you know, power through it. I think, I think there is such a balance. I spoke about it recently. I'm like 50-50 at the moment. Some days really getting on with stuff. I feel really proud of myself. I'm super productive. And then other days I feel really overwhelmed by everything and that's fine. And also just like you said, giving yourself that time. Like if you do feel crap, just give yourself the day. No, I love that. Thank you, Jamie. And yeah, what a great uh, note to just have a little bit of a break on. So we will be back with Jamie after this. And we are back with the amazing Jamie Genevieve. Uh, so we are on your fourth tip, Jamie, which is going to be about fragrance. So yes, what's the best fragrance advice that you have to give? So uh, I think, uh, again, kind of like the heat protection, I didn't really believe this, but it but it completely works, is layering up. So using a shower gel, body lotion and the fragrance all in the same uh, category or the same brand or the same scent and it really does enhance the way that the way that you smell that sounds weird um, <laughs> but uh, another thing I think that finding your signature scent I was really bad I was quite fickle with perfume for a while so I didn't really smell like one thing I always would play with different fragrances and just try out whatever but I feel like now I have found my scent for for almost like different seasons that's so bougie isn't it the wedding again going back to the wedding I wore a La Labo Santal 33 classic fragrance so many people wear it but it's still for me is so nostalgic and Jack my husband as soon as he smells it he actually always says that I smell like 
a really lovely hotel we stayed in in Miami, but I think it was the same smell they used for the hotel. Anyway, but I've got a few other perfumes that I really enjoy. And I think that there's nothing nicer than getting complimented on your fragrance and people saying that smells like you. I say like quote it, you know, when people say, Oh, that smells like you. I think that's so nice. Oh, and I can't let you skip past the wedding. You just need to tell me a little bit more about the wedding. Was it just the best day? Literally, I think it was one of the most magical nights of my life. Oh, well, I mean it was a wedding day, so of course it was. But um I just remember sitting at this table that was outside that we had this hanging canopy with all this beautiful greenery and flowers coming off it, and we had about 20 or 25 of these NARS candles all the way down. Oh, what a dream, right? So all the way down the table and everyone that was there on that night said, as soon as they smell it, they, they're like, oh my God, it smells like your wedding. One bit of like advice that um that I would give about weddings is see that small stuff, you do not care. Like I spent hours meticulously packing my case with all these things that I thought I would do um you know give myself a full body scrub and facial the night before I didn't bother honestly I didn't bother it was like it was just it was all too exciting it goes past so fast which is um kind of sad but it happens because you're so excited and you're having such a great time but one thing that I'm so delighted about is that we um we me and my husband Jack we make weekly vlogs so we started three and a half years ago when we moved into our, our house that we're living in right now. And we vlogged the week up to the wedding. We went to Italy. We got married in Italy. And we vlogged getting to Italy and getting to our venue and, and just a little bit before the wedding. And then we stopped on the wedding stay. And then we had our whole wedding celebrations all to ourselves. And then we vlogged the next week. And see, being able to go back and just watch the week before and after that wedding, I don't think we've ever been happier. Oh. I could actually talk about weddings all day. I'm So I was going to ask Jamie, actually, obviously being a makeup artist, being married, what tips or advice would you give to brides on, in makeup specifically? I have makeup artist friends that have got married and they got, they got a makeup artist to do their makeup. Um, I did my own makeup and I think that it's all about what you feel the most comfortable with. Um, you know, friends of mine that are makeup artists, they didn't want to even think about it, didn't want to stress. Um, they thought they would be really nervous as well. So, you know, it's quite hard doing your makeup when you're nervous. It's all about your hands and your precision. Um, I uh, did my own makeup. I got ready far too early, far too early. We didn't get married until five at night and I was sitting pretty much ready at one. But that part was annoying because I was like, I could have just chilled out all day and then done it later. But doing my makeup, it really calms me down. And it is like, it's honestly like a little bit of therapy to me. So I was really nervous and I was just so excited as well. But I um, definitely practice your makeup. If you're doing your own makeup, you have the luxury of time with your own face. So do your makeup as many times as you can. Really test out your product. So a lot a lot of the times when I was practicing my wedding makeup, I would do it really early and then wear it all day so I could see how it would last. Um, you know, as well, do do your makeup and then watch something that will make you cry to see how your makeup's going to look after. Um, oh my God, I cried so much. I cried so much, but it was great. It was happy crying, happy crying. Uh, <laughs> I I think go, I, I kind of went a little bit more classic than my style at that time which I'm really happy about so I didn't do anything to I wanted to be able to look back at my makeup on my wedding day and think yes that's lovely and maybe my style's changed like I actually think that 
I'm a wee bit more natural with my makeup wearing now than I was. Uh, it was like a year and a half ago. Um, but I still look back at my wedding makeup and I think it was lovely. Uh, there's so much that goes into it, but also try not to worry too much as well. I think that's really important. Don't worry. And definitely, yeah, I, I kind of erred on the side of caution with uh, how much makeup I wore. Like I probably could have even worn more. But no, I'm really happy looking back. And one thing I would just say about brides is everyone asks me, what's the best long wearing foundation for brides? Do you know, I actually wore two different foundations. So we, we kind of had two weddings by accident. And I say by accident because our second wedding party turned into a bit of a wedding as well. Um, I wore the NARS Natural Radiant Longwear Foundation in Italy and it was perfect. And then for our wedding at home, I wore the Urban Decay Stay Naked Foundation. And when I tell you that did not move from, I think I did my makeup at about 11 o'clock in the morning and I went to bed about three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> my makeup was perfect. It did not move. Amazing. Okay, now on to number five, a very important one self-care what is your best piece of self-care advice I think to understand that self-care is not selfish at all I think that without you looking after yourself and and giving yourself that time to be your best self then you won't be your best self for your friends and your family it's actually yeah I think looking after yourself and you know being healthy in your in your body and in your mind as well what an amazing thing to do for your family because they'll not have to worry about you you know like I think about this all the time I think my mum and dad um I'm really close with my mum and dad and I and I like to think that they don't have to worry about me because they know that I you know I peace out when I need to and I and I, and I take that time for myself whereas if you're someone that works themselves into burnout it's a, it's a cause for concern and people will worry about you so I think if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for your friends and your family so they so they don't have to worry about you and they know that you are looking after yourself to your best ability. Um, and I think as well that we all live such busy lives and, you know, work can get on top of us. Um, life can get on top of us. I think that our amazing aim is to have a whole hour at least completely to do what you love doing, whether that be your makeup, your skincare, reading going for a walk doing nothing it's just so important and don't feel like you need to always be aiming for growth so I'm going to be taking your advice Jamie and also I feel like I need self-care is not selfish on a t-shirt I feel like this yeah. is a branding <laughs> opportunity absolutely okay all right we've done advice now for the final question beauty blunder talk me through it Oh, I've had so many. I've had so many. And I think I think that there's always uh, learning and mistakes as well. But a few um, key moments, I suppose, was in high school, I definitely did not wear the foundation shade for me. Oh, no. I just think, why, why did we all love looking so orange? Why? Um, another thing that I did that was interesting, uh, I shaved half of my eyebrows off. And I actually feel terrible because I think some others might have copied me or, or followed suit and also shaved half of their eyebrows off and maybe they didn't grow back. I've seen someone say it before. Um, but I shaved the tail of my brow off so I could draw on higher, which is a amazing technique. And it's it's used really commonly in, in drag makeup. And it's such a transformative thing. And see if you have really light eyebrows. I would go for it. I would so do it. But I have very thick, dark eyebrows. So 
what you would see was a really full thick front of my brow and then just a painted on tail but again I loved it back then and I looked like I looked so lifted but I don't think I would do it again because when I didn't wear makeup I had two little stubs for eyebrows I think I've got the most resilient eyebrows because I also tweezed them to little thin lines and they grew back um I think I think they grew back honestly like six months or something. It wasn't long. I was very lucky. I was very very lucky. Um, but I also used you know what I use now that I am pretty obsessed with Revita Brow and Revita Lash. I bought I bought Revita Revita Lash from Cult Beauty, um, and I started using it. And I, I started getting comments from people saying, you, you, do you never wash your mascara off? And I didn't have any mascara on. because oh, what a compliment. I know. What a compliment. <laughs> so um, I do, uh, that's actually something that I've really got into in the last year is products that um, enhance natural beauty, like thicker brows, longer lashes. Um, I'm trying to think what else. But I just, I really enjoy I, I've always enjoyed playing with my appearance. Sometimes it was more drastic than others, but now it's. Uh, I think natural beauty is a is a real touch point. I think everyone's kind of into their natural beauty, but I think what's amazing about that is it's like a spectrum. You have your natural beauty, but you always want to play with your your glam makeup. And I think that it's so nice to be able to do it all and have fun with all of it, and not have like one set look that's you. If that makes sense. Yeah. No rules, beauty exactly breaking the rules oh well Jamie that was brilliant thank you so much and yeah lovely seeing you so thank you so much for being part of the podcast thank you thank you so much for having me I had so much fun professional makeup artist social media star and brand founder Jamie Genevieve another brilliant guest on Grazia Beauty Life Lessons thanks again to her and thanks again to you for being with us Please like, share and review the podcast if you can. It's all so helpful to us in getting the word out. Next time, we'll be getting beauty life lessons from style influencer and hair entrepreneur, Freddie Harrell. I like to approach my hair as like a garden, a bit of a bonsai. <laughs> Try to see, you know, what it reacts to, speak to it. Just, I think intuition is so important. Yeah.